1: welcome to the most words ever (laughs) (laughs) kind of funny title holy hell kind of funny it ranks and reviews rise of the planets of the apes of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by it's christmas in february joey noel hello the producer slash seducer nick scarpino I was wondering if we were going to start off with it. Oh, we're going <laughs> deep into it, man. Good, 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 good. And of course, we have the nitro rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon to be here, everybody. And making his kind of funny in review debut, the one and only—you know him from the number one, two, three, four, five, six, and seventh best video game website there is, Gamespot.com. Tamor Hussein.
2: I'm here. I'm ready to get into some monkey business just going to monkey around a bit. I've got various monkey-related jokes and puns ready. Um, Perfect. Good. I'm lying. I don't have any ready, but I'm sure I'll come up with some over the course of
1: the next few This one's going to be bananas. I am absolutely sure of that. Now, before we even get into this, there's a couple things I want to talk about. First off, I was lied to. I was lied to by every single person here. That's not fully true. But a lot of people did lie to me because the reason we're doing this is Matt Reeves, (laughs) the Batman, comes out in theaters uh, in in a few short weeks. And I was like, oh, we have three spots, three weeks open. What should we do? I was like, oh, it'd be fun to do what everyone's referred to as the Matt Reeves Planet of the Apes trilogy. How shocked was I to see directed by and not Matt Reeves' name come up? (laughs) This movie, not directed by Matt Reeves. So that's a fun, interesting thing. Second thing. I have been plagued by this film for a decade now because what you just saw Nick do, and I'm sure you've mm-hmm. seen Nick do it many mm-hmm. times over the course of mm-hmm. all of our shows or our panels or any time Andy Circus has ever come up. If, the origin of Nick Scarpino's Andy Circus beef is this movie, specifically back when we were at IGN. Uh, what happened, Nick? Do you I remember? Even, I, are you <laughs> talking about the Comic-Con problem?
3: Mm-hmm. The Comic-Con fiasco? Mm-hmm. I don't remember the specifics of it, but I do remember that at one point, Andy Circus was it just was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. He was nowhere and then he was everywhere. And I couldn't pick Andy Circus out of a lineup because all he did was motion capture for like characters' eyeballs and everyone's like, Oh, he's so glorious. Andy Circus Ser- do you see the realistic eyeball movement on Gollum? Get get out of here andy circus
1: that's not the story i was looking for I, what I, I was talking about nick was <laughs> right, uh i perfect. think that was like part two of it but part one was we were, we were at ign and yeah. i was talking to you about like different trips that you've been on different things that you had to do and you had to help with a, a junket for this movie at with the with andy circus and you weren't there but you were, had to help edit it and you had to look at all the footage and that's oh, why yeah. you're so upset about andy circus moving it's because you had to for hours <laughs> look at him acting like a monkey
3: that's- that's hilarious. I totally forgot about that, but yeah, you're spot on. And you know, obviously, really at the root of it is I'm just I just don't like people more talented and more successful than me. Uh, and unfortunately, I need there to be a focus for that for that anger and that insecurity. And Andy Circus was just my guy. It does also have a, uh, a B effect, like a side effect. Uh, that that's pretty fun. That it pisses Andy off. Our Andy Circus. And
2: can anyone tell me the name of the video game in which? Andy Circus motion captures a monkey Peter
3: what's his name's King Kong
0: that's no not a video okay. game it was a video
3: game I was gonna say 1000 wow. oh,
0: points how did for I forget that, the Xbox 360 <laughs> launch title my bad
3: it was it was bad
2: what is, is anyone it anyone it is enslaved Odyssey to the West in which no he plays shit.
1: monkey The main character of Journey (laughs) to the West. I did not know that. That's (laughs) incredible. I also didn't know that Andy Serkis, this wasn't the first time he played a monkey. I guess it was his third time because Enslaved was one of them. He was also King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do not know know that shit. Do you know the other video game that he played a mocap character in?
1: Was it his very own Planet of the Apes VR game? (laughs)
2: Uh, no, it's not the one that I'm thinking of, but he played King Bohan in uh, team oh, Ninja Theory's Heavenly Sword PlayStation 3 launch title, I believe. Wow, yeah, and he does an amazing job in that game. Like, he's he's he worked very closely with uh, Ninja Theory and Tamim and artists, uh, on a lot of video game stuff, so a lot of the mocap stuff that they're amazing at. They like collaborated with um, uh, Andy Circus in the early days to learn a lot. So he's got Nick a deep, deep, deep uh, <laughs> kind of <laughs> rooting in goodio games.
3: It's it, just wow. like, I can move. I'm moving. How hard is it? We've been moving all our lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard.
1: Let's get into it, and let's have some fun. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review, where each and every week we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Right now, like I was saying, we're doing the modern Planet of the Apes trilogy, leading into Matt Reeves' The Batman, which we're all very, very excited for. You can get the show on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny In Review, and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, if you wanted to watch it live as it's being recorded and that's it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers gordon mcguire molecule at james davis makes and pranksy have done we appreciate you all so very very much today we're brought to you by expressvpn and chime but i'll get to that later because i want to talk about rise of the planet of the apes andy do you know the font used for this the logo treatment of rise of the planet of the apes oh no i don't (laughs) there's a font called simeon ah (laughs) wow
3: makes sense pretty good there you
1: go there you go uh the movie had a runtime of an hour and 45 minutes it was released on august 5th 2011 directed by rupert wyatt An English screenwriter, director, and producer, he made his directorial debut in 2008 with The Escapist, which premiered at Sundance. His second film was Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and his third film was the 2019 sci-fi film Captive State. So he hasn't done too much stuff. Uh, Music was done by Patrick Doyle, who is Kenneth Branagh's right-hand dude. He did Harry Potter Goblet of Fire, the Brave soundtrack, Thor, uh, and this. And I want to give him a shout-out because a lot of this movie doesn't have dialogue, so a lot of it has to be carried by kind of just the – the atmosphere and ambiance of it all. And I thought they did a pretty damn good job with it. Do, do we know why Matt Reeves ended up taking over?
4: Was there Probably like a creative difference thing. sort of thing happening? Because that's it, this supposed. is a really unique thing to happen. Like this is, it, it's kind of odd that suddenly he's gone and then Matt Reeves just pops out with know. parts two and three.
3: I don't know that they were like 100% set that this was going to be a whole series. Because remember, like, Planet, nobody, nobody when this movie came out was clamoring for like a reboot of Planet of the Apes. My guess is that they were like, we'll see how well this does and then get a second one in the pipeline. Because I think the second one, when did the second one come out, Tim? Uh, I want to say 2014. So a couple years later? Yeah. Yeah. So the I, I to-
0: said that Wyatt was leaving the sequel due to his concerns that a May 2014 release date would not give him enough time to properly make the film. Yeah, why? Yeah, why wanted?
2: It says why wanted to do Dawn, but he felt Fox's summer 2014 release date didn't give him enough time, so he stepped down and decided to do the drama The Gambler instead. That oh. comes from Collider. It's wow, a big man. gamble
4: right
1: there. Hey, yeah. oh, we're bringing it you today. Uh, yes. This movie had a budget of 93 million and had a box office of 481.8 million. Yeah, and it was nominated for an Oscar. For best visual effects but it did not win uh there's a whole bunch of really cool facts about it one of the first movies to use motion capture in an on location setting previously motion capture was limited to special studio setup with special motion capture cameras in very clearly defined surroundings so that's kind of cool then pushing the the tech forward there um and then one other stat that i wanted to read here was the the climax on the golden gate bridge was shot on a 400 foot set which was at the time the world's record for a production set. So that's very cool. That's cool. And although the climax of the film seems to have an awful lot of apes running about San Francisco, Rupert Wyatt planned this based on real populations of apes in America, particularly a facility in San Bruno that houses 70 to 80 apes. Taking the entire country into account, there are approximately 3,000 great apes in labs across the US. About 300,000 chimpanzees alone are found in the wild. So cool. Do we have wild <laughs> chimpanzees here. I would not have thought that for some reason.
3: I just thought there was, that's not a real thing. But I also, I also when I think about America, I think most of it's just cities, which I know mm. is the opposite. Most of it is actually just
0: <laughs> not cities. Yeah, yeah. You, know I mean? you think about America, you're like
3: it's got to be maybe what, like two, three foresty areas. The rest
1: of it's just <laughs> suburb housing tracks. And these are, you... are the men you let rank the states. <laughs> <laughs> this is our best episode. Yet. I love it so much. All right. I want to start this off with Joey Noel. Wait, hold on. First off, uh, has everyone seen this movie before? Except I me? have not. Yes, I have not. I have. OK, so me and Joey are new to all this. Very cool. Joey, what do you think?
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so you asked me if I wanted to do this. I was like, yeah. And then I started looking into it and I was like, oh, this is like way more like sci fi, I think than I was thinking it was going to be. And the whole week I was like, is this a bad idea for me to do this? <laughs> like, these are not usually the kinds of movies that I sign on to do interview for. But as I watched last night. I was pleasantly surprised I had a really fun time um I really like I like James Franco uh I think the John Lithgow part with his dad is interesting uh I'm of course never going to be mad that Logan Roy (laughs) is showing up in different movies uh the what's his name Brian Cox Um, so he was in it I was like surprisingly attached to this relationship between Caesar and uh, James Franco Uh, the I thought the action and like the evolution of the ape side of stuff was fun the one thing that didn't work for me which like in the realm of the movie is the part that I at least care about is like the weird like romance stuff with like the his girlfriend slash the vet girl i'm like yeah i could have absolutely done without that and i didn't think it was like a huge part of the actual movie um but this movie is weird because there's (laughs) such a suspense of belief for so much of it because it's like can you just walk around with an Ape, monkey, chimpanzee. I'm still not really quite sure on no. the, where the delineation on a leash in the middle of the, <laughs> the Redwoods Park. Like I, I I'm confused a little bit about that part of like how they integrate into the world or if that was just like, a we're just like, hey, you can just have this monkey and nobody's going to care that you have one in your house, even after attacks people. Yeah, there's a wonderful –
3: there's a part with the neighbor where he's like, I've told you multiple times to keep that monkey out of my yard. I'm like, oh, the neighbor knows you have a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't call animal control services? Like, dude, if my next-door neighbor showed up with a – fucking, it had a five-foot-six, like, I'll-eat-your-face chimpanzee sitting next to me, I'd be like, I'm calling someone. I'm Googling the first number I find I'm calling.
2: I, I haven't been in San Francisco for a long time. But there are things that I see in San Francisco constantly that I'm like, how and why? And everyone just <laughs> ignores it. Like I've seen like and like someone dropping trout and laying a curling out a massive dookie in the middle of the road is like the bottom end of that stuff. So like <laughs> I ask you, if you were walking down somewhere in San Francisco and turned and you saw a man with a chimp on a leash, would you step in and be like, is that allowed, mate? I don't think. you. I would. mean, I... I'm not
0: saying anything, <laughs> yeah. no matter what. Um. Though I feel like there is a size factor where like if it's <laughs> – the, the bigger it is, the more concerned I – I feel like yeah. if it's like a dog size then I, I am, yeah, but he was like no one, would cre-
2: no one would question uh, Ross when he had his little monkey and friends. You know, here's what I think what would happen. That monkey was tiny. Someone okay. would take a picture and then it would be on Twitter with the quote tweet, look at this man abusing this chimp by putting him in a shirt and trousers and that is what the <laughs> that is what the controversy will become instead of there is a chimp walking around san francisco yeah well
0: here, here's the thing
3: then there would be there's, then there'd be a, a, a buzzfeed th- article that was like internet <laughs> yeah. backs guy with chimpanzee <laughs> yeah, and exactly. why can't
2: chimps wear pants yeah chimpanzee is <laughs> now influencer on instagram yeah.
1: <laughs> there was a, a tiktok it. video that's that's going viral now with people walking into a, a theater with a ladder and the uh, the concept is you, if you're walking with a ladder you can get in anywhere and no one's going to question anything because <laughs> they think you're a <laughs> worker <laughs> I think that with you have a the monkey gets big enough and you have him on a leash, no one's asking questions because you look like you know what you're doing when you're walking in the woods. They're like, oh, this guy must be here with this monkey for a reason. You know what I mean? I would just yeah. trust
4: Tim. I wanted to uh, I want to tell you all about a moment that I almost went viral to the point where I likely could have left kind of funny. I could have bought kind of funny, possibly. I was walking down the street it's and I right saw now. a lady walking a pig. <laughs> and yeah. the, uh, oh, this is totally... like
0: in San Francisco.
4: Yeah, in San Francisco, yeah, I've, yeah, they 100% live in our neighborhood. I was so close to recording her and being like, "Look, look at that pig," and then like <laughs> move the camera down and it'd be a pig and be like, "Oh wow, that's like a clever thing." Because <laughs> we thought he was insulting the woman, but there was a she's walking mm-hmm. a pig, and I almost went viral there, but I didn't. I didn't think to record it.
2: I want to say earlier, Tim, when I you thought were about this, about, like several minutes later, we when you talk about pig, holding maybe. the ladder, I thought you were in my mind. I imagined someone holding a chimp but as if it was the ladder just like completely <laughs> horizontal
0: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know he
2: going with that either Taylor, i was like
1: are they are two guys holding the chimp? Yeah, chimp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway joey continue
0: oh no i mean that's it i had a i had way more fun with this than i thought i was going to i thought that i would it would, this was going to be hard for me to watch and I would like really have to make myself concentrate and not be on my phone, but I had a really good time. I'm excited to see where the rest of this goes because this is way better than I expected it to be. Um, and the way that people talk about the rest of the series, I feel like the addition of Matt Reeves and him helming the rest of them, I think puts me really excited to watch the rest.
1: Yeah, I'm going to jump in now as the other person that hasn't seen it yet. This was my first time. I was so pleasantly surprised because I had heard such good things about 2 and 3 and I, I never really heard any horrible things about 1, but I never heard about it talked about in the same regards as 2 and 3. And then when I saw it wasn't directed by Reeves, I was like, uh-oh, like we're probably in for something bad here. And I gotta say, I really loved this movie. Like, I don't think it's perfect. I don't like the romance stuff and the, the scene where the, the scientist this guy kind of turns out, out of nowhere. It's just like, no, we're going to do this. And James Franco is like, I don't think it's safe. I quit. And it's like, This is so bad and unnecessary, but I feel like besides those elements, this movie just works way better than I expected it to. Mm -hmm. And had so many hype moments that by the time we get to the Golden Gate Bridge and it's all out war against these monkeys, and like every single set piece that they do, just like keeps getting more and more exaggerated. Like it's very much speaking to Tim Gettys and the dumb type of shit that I like, but it's dumb stuff that I think was wrapped in a a way smarter container than I expected from this movie. Um, James Franco, obviously, a lot of issues as a person. I really enjoy him as an actor. And seeing him in this, I, I him and Caesar, I believed in them. Uh, the effects really impressed me. Obviously, some of them don't hold up fidelity-wise in all the, the ways. But I love the, the courage they had to really just kind of fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. I was reading facts. There's not a single uh, monkey in this movie that, isn't, that, that is not real. They're, everything is CG. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of nuts to think everything? about. Everything? Yeah, every yeah, including single James one. Franco.
3: Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <What's, you> know, <laughs> I mean, Tim? On that point, um, I that it, that's interesting because the the parts of the movie that 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 stuck out CG wise to me were the parts that they um that were the like the ape was moving or monkey, which I guess I don't want to use the wrong terminology. I'll call Caesar a monkey. I think that's correct. When he's young, that, that looked bad. When he's flipping around all over the place and jumping around a little playpen, which by the way, how much is that house worth in fucking San Francisco? Because that's like also where in San Francisco is that house? Feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. But I will say one of the things that really sells this for me, to be in all honesty, is how Caesar moves when Caesar becomes Caesar, and that is a testament to uh, who I forget the guy's name that does the motion gra- the motion capture for Caesar. But he, that guy should do more work. He did a great job.
1: I fucking love you so much, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, real talk. I was so surprised by this. And like, this is one of the the rare times on In Review that I'm like, fuck, I do not want to wait a week to see the next movie. Like, I yeah. am so in. I loved how they ended this. I was just so, so surprised. And like, I think that maybe this movie is not as good as I am saying it is right now. And it's just like my genuine surprise at how much I enjoyed it. But uh, I'll get to you in one second. Nick. Just uh, what I really liked was it was way more Deep Blue Sea than I expected. It was way. Oh. Way more kaiju movie than i expected but it kind of played with that in ways that i didn't expect i didn't expect the end of this movie to kind of be it's not like oh they won or they won it's kind of like oh the monkeys are just out there <laughs> like
3: <laughs> that leads me to my we're question i have tim. to
0: deal
1: with this
3: how like joey you haven't seen the second one yet either right
0: correct i haven't seen any and of them.
3: tim you haven't seen them but the rest mm-hmm. of us have
0: mm-hmm.
3: where do you think the second movie goes
1: i i mean i don't know I like I've seen the trailers for them so long ago that I have no context for, okay. it, but like the idea that they're setting up and bunkering down in mere Woods is just so fucking incredibly dope. And like this movie ending with James Franco kind of just being like Caesar being like, I'm home. And James Franco be like, All right, cool, dude. I feel you. I just didn't see that coming. I really, yeah. really, really enjoyed it. So I am I am fascinated <laughs> to
3: see how you react to the second one. Yeah. Just just That's all I'll say. Cool. I want to see if, I want to see if it's at all where your expectations went for that. Um, But I'll me I'll mirror everything you guys have said, right? I think this movie kind of knows, knows exactly what it was. Uh, It found a way to have some heart. And I think it got in and got out. There is a better movie in there somewhere. If, you fleshed out some of these moments, specifically with James Franco. Tim, you brought up the fact that he kind of, he turns pretty quickly when he realizes like, oh my God, this thing's not going to help my dad and my dad's past. And what have I been doing? That could have been a lot more of an emotional beat. Uh, Frida Pinto's character could have been, Pinto's character could have been uh, a a lot more integrated in this, but we don't need that. The movie is short. It's, it it gets in, it has a lot of heart and it makes you sympathize. At its best, it makes you sympathize with Caesar, who is the main character of the film. And you actually feel for him. When When he goes to that, the uh, Strikers Island or whatever it is, uh, where where he has to fight all the strikers other Strikers Island, that's uh, hella funny. <laughs> it's hilarious that you guys are calling him by his succession name because we all know him as Stop yeah, Striker. Stop messing around. He's the Striker, or he's the he's the the great comic relief, or not comic relief, but like the straight guy from Super Troopers. Um, it's great that Succession has two Strikers, by the way. Oh, that's right. It does have the other Striker you were talking about. that I got to start watching that show. Maybe I'll do that in six years and then Bucky the other
0: about Striker. It.
4: Uh, the the one guy Joe, the other really old guy who
0: uh, oh, like Frank or Tom, yeah, or one something. of those dudes. Yeah.
4: He he lies to Brian Cox and he's like, "We got the deal," and then really they're like, "We didn't get the deal." Like, and he's like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" He's all mad. Remember that part? Yeah, yeah.
3: But um, but no, I but I like that this one. Like this is... every succession scene ever, <laughs> <I know. laughs> every single one. Um, I, I, when I saw this in theaters, I was pleasantly surprised by how good of a movie they they made with the material about. Let's be honest. To, to Joey's point, a pretty big suspension of disbelief that you have to have to for for the most part uh just for the, all the stuff that's going on here just the amount of times that people are able to just take this highly top secret like <laughs> thing out and just start using it on people, which is just completely absurd and morally comp- morally repugnant but um yeah, I mean shout out to the guys that made this and man this series it just goes from here
4: that's
1: very exciting to hear Andy Cortez, what did you think? <laughs>
4: It'd been my first time in a long time watching this one. And I think much like you, Tim, based on what you'd heard about two and three, you hadn't heard much about one. And I kind of feel like I talked a lot about two and three and not a whole lot about one. Um, I, I like this movie a lot. I think it does. Um, I think it sets up tension really well. I think that the, I hate Tom Felton and all the, like everybody's just way too cartoony. It, it It's a, it's an absolute joke how they act like it is i it's like two different production crews were running like different sets of actors and like that sequence when him and all his homies walk in and they're like "Eh, fucking monkey like it's like what is this this is so like this is the most unbelievable thing about the whole movie is the
0: way him (laughs) and his friends
4: um
0: and that they can just go and drink beer with the monkeys
3: it's mostly just Tom Felton playing Draco Malfoy again, like yeah, just with like, a bad
4: American accent. Yeah, it's kind it's of just, he. He
3: really he's really the only character that takes it out because the other guy that's with him, the Rodney character, the guy that's kind of like he bullies a little bit, I think is still mm-hmm. in in. And the Brian Cox know, character he's like, was he, getting a paycheck. He was like, I just showed up to
4: get paid in this movie. Yeah, but the guy who gets bullied is like the cartoonishly version on the other side of the spectrum in terms of personality. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Like, he's just – it's it's all bad. Like, all all the villain parts in this movie are, are pretty bad. But I love the way the escalation of action begins. I love – Uh, I love Caesar. It's kind of interesting to me watching him throw out the canisters to get Mm -hmm. all the apes kind of, uh, you know, they get all the uh, the serum or whatever the hell. But it's funny watching James Franco pick up that serum later, and it's like, oh, Caesar's hands are gigantic. That's right. Like, (laughs) James Franco picks it up, and that's a gigantic canister of stuff that's kind Mm -hmm. of – and there's three or four of them or whatever. I just love the way it all kind of – it all seems – to make sense and be rational in this world that they've created like nothing that happens with the apes is too overly weird for me. I love the setup of him letting the gorilla finally out and then them kind of showing everybody like I'm the I'm the fucking master here, all right? You all like talk to me and then they the bullying of that one ape to kind of show him like, "Hey dude, let me rub your hand," all right? I'm going to rub your fucking hand really gently. Because you know that I'm now the master. All that yeah. shit is just so cool yeah. and so that's set up. I, honestly, it,
3: Andy, that's what I do to Tim or to, to Greg every time I see him. I say, you get on your fucking knees and you put your hand out. And I'll rub <laughs> your hand. Does and it, I'll rub your hand. Does
4: it always
2: so, remind you of the, uh, the sun's going down, big guy? from Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cinema. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: That's, absolutely. That's exactly what
2: I think of. I was like, oh, everyone's a Hulk.
4: Anyway, yeah. And then it, all of that set up to just kind of end the movie in a really neat way. I, I kind of wished we saw a bit more... I didn't love James Franco's reaction to it. I kind of wish there was a bit more fear there as opposed to like, ah, oh, he is free now because like they they a lot of people are dead. The whole bridge is on fire. Like I right. kind of wish like when he said I'm home, I wish that we saw a different reaction. To James Franco like, OK, yeah, you're home. Like, holy fuck, what's going on right now? I, I wanted a bit more disbelief and fear out of James Franco there as opposed to like. Ah, oh, this is gonna end great, you know. Like <laughs> a lot of bad <laughs> shit just happened. Um, yeah, but I think the movie's great, and I, I'm so so excited now to watch parts two and three.
3: Andy, what if when 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 he's like, no, uh, Caesar is home. James Franco turned around and was like, "So good, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Spider Man." Yeah, rise, Damn.
2: rise. Uh, I- I really like this movie. Um, I think it's worth pointing out the fact that this is like a new entry in a a movie, not franchise, but like in, in the lineage of a movie that's massively important to cinema history, right? Like Planet of the Apes is, is iconic as a film. And, mm-hmm. and I remember the trepidation around a new entry being made and like the follow ups. I think there were a couple of follow ups, right, to, to the original Planet of the Apes. It and was and like I don't,
1: seven original, yeah. I think, and then and in two thousand one, there was a Tim Tim Burton,
2: one. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Mark and, Wahlberg. and really? as far yeah. as I know, like it's all been absolutely terrible. Tim Burton
3: um, did it. Oh my god! So the first, the first one. I almost the watched episode.
0: that last night, and then I was like, "There's no way this is the right <laughs> one." <laughs> yeah, no. going the
3: yeah. first planet of the episode was actually it was is a great, cool concept, especially with the yeah. twist at the end. You guys, exactly. all a couple with, of the
1: yeah. originals are cool. Yeah, they're not all bad. Yeah yeah and There's they make a,
3: reference to that in this as well which is cool.
2: Yeah yeah and and like the fact that they managed to successfully pull off uh, one movie in 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 that kind of lineage is pretty awesome. The fact that they did it three movies i think is pretty amazing um i think it's a very lean film and i think that speaks to a lot of the things the criticisms and and the positives that we have for it because it's lean it can be really focused on the relationship between caesar and and james franco's character and also caesar and the other apes monkeys um over time but at the same time like you all said there are aspects of the characterization and the narrative that are hard pivots and kind of uh you have to suspend your disbelief in a lot of ways um there are like you said i i first of all frida pinto like incredible firstly absolutely stunning like she popped up and i was like damn she is hot and where has she been (laughs) yeah i've not seen you in ages yeah um she's uh, but like she she commits the cardinal sin that hollywood or anyone does with like um south asian or brown characters they get they cast a brown person and they give him a white name so her name is carolyn oh, and i'm like is on, it yeah. carolyn is <laughs> it
0: is your name carolyn
2: is it it's like me when i studied drama and in all of our performances i played a character named dave and i'm like bill why am i dave why am i bill do I look like a bill? And people are like, shut up, Bill. Just get into your alliance. Shut <laughs> Jesus.
4: <laughs> Jesus, the fuck up, William. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: like, yeah, I, I think the the core of the movie, which is um, Caesar and and uh, James Franco's character. What is his name? Will. Wasn't Will. It? Oh, yeah. Shit, he's mm-hmm. a bill as well. Fuck, yeah. Will uh, Will Rodman. <laughs> Will, um, I think that that is so so strong, and I think like uh, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but like back in the day, there were so many of these movies that were like man meets monkey or human meets monkey and they form a bond and you know mighty joe young and all these oh, yeah. other kind of movies and they were like everyone loved Congo. those they, yeah they oh, was, man, everyone you know, loved those movies
3: the original one that started it all was gorillas in the mist for me you guys remember that movie <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: it, was you know. good, it was a good movie it's, it, it's a it's based Is on. It, does it hold up uh, i don't know if it holds up or not but it's based on it was it's a dramatic movie it's not an action movie but it's sigourney right. weaver playing a, a character that basically was like the the first one of the first like I guess American scientists to go study gorillas in like oh. in, in the Africa in the Congo. And she, like, bonds with them. And I just remember it being, like, unbelievably good when I was a kid. This, but I also this. just think everything... I also, when I was a kid, thought everything Sigourney Weaver did was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it, also, of, it got nominated for, like, Academy well, Awards, yeah. I think. I'm not crazy. And, and
2: also, there's something about, like, humans bonding with monkey movies that really works on people. Like, I if, you, if it, like, lands, it lands hard. And if it doesn't, like, you're just like, whatever. But I'm one of those people who really love that genre of monkey monkey friend um movie and for me like this one the whole the kind of the stuff with caesar growing up and and the the connection that he makes with will and then will's dad and it really 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 works on me and each, each emotional beat like when they leave caesar in in the kind of uh the uh holding area like even though i've seen that movie a few times i was like oh this is gut wrenching it really hurts and you're like why are you doing this to him and and then it kind of like his it, because of that all the kind of turns that he takes really really land i think it's a really strong film that is it lands its dramatic uh, kind of intention and despite the fact that it is clearly ridiculous like it is <laughs> completely unbelievable but like yes. you you do you do like for a moment like you it's very good at making you suspend your belief and it does that by emotional manipulation which is like in just and the reason it can do that because it's got really strong writing it's got really mm. strong performances and it's got really strong music as well and the small moments with you know sees just reacting in certain ways or even just sh- when he hugs someone and you can see him like put his whole b- body around them. Mm-hmm. Like there's something around that kind of connection that you're like, this is really sweet. And it really, really it, the manipulation, emotional manipulation that happens in this movie is very, very potent. I think
4: that, that that's interesting that you, you talk about the disbelief of it. Cause I, 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 I'm the type of person that like, all I need is the explanation that uh, mm-hmm. this serum we're trying to cause, we're trying to cure Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and we're testing it on apes. Oh shit! This one is actually like getting a lot smarter, and that's kind of all I need. I think that like again, the most unbelievable part of this movie is Tom Felton and the way he and his cronies act, um, and even Brian Cox would agree. Yeah, he's pretty much just striker in this movie. I feel, um, but I, it, it's all fantastical, right? In kind of it, its concept, but. I don't uh, I don't, not a whole lot happened after that, that make that made me go, oh, I don't believe this is happening because like the apes are smart now. They're they're just they're just smart monkeys right. now. So like but I think... they're 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 on a different level of like IQ to where it's like mm-hmm. they're more than just following the leader of the pack. Now they are like Caesar and they've awoken themselves. So I don't know, like all everything that happened from then on out, I'm just I'm okay with it and I'm not being like ah oh, that wouldn't fucking happen like them knocking over the bus to push it over it's like this is cool as shit dude <laughs> Damn, Yeah I mean from...
3: oh, go ahead Tim. go ahead Nick no, no go ahead well, I was going to say for me for me it works because you know you always hear that apes are like you know highly intelligent and there are there are monkeys and apes that get taught sign language and like that so it's not that big of a belief but I do think that for the beginning of the or dis disbelief but I think the beginning of the movie does a good job of setting up that his intelligence gets progressively better and better and better as he ages because of this the, the DNA that he comes from, which I think really goes a long way toward at the end when he just pops a canister and overnight the monkeys are like, Hello, I'd like to do some math now. It's completely <laughs> outlandish. They're <laughs> like, eh, whatever, I'm already in for a penny, in for a pound on this one. But I will say that, yeah, to, to Tom Felton's character, they were just they're like, What's your direction? what's he's like what's my direction here and the director was like have you seen you and harry potter and he's like yes and i go cool do the adult version of that and don't worry that everyone else in the scene has not is not in the same movie as you are yeah
0: yeah uh, the suspension of disbelief for me is like it's never the evolutionary part of it with the monkeys and the apes it's always the like society part where it's like hmm. even at the beginning when he like takes uh caesar to the after they he gets cut or whatever and takes right. uh, him to go see to the name. zoo yeah he takes
3: her to the zoo like you I, can just walk a wild animal into the zoo but like can you take care of this monkey for me? no do you have to go like an yeah. exotic animal it's veterinary. all
0: that kind of stuff where it's like how do you just get a and no one questions that you have this monkey and you you worked in this lab like that's the stuff that i think is harder for me yeah than yeah the, to be the clear evolution. the suspension
2: the suspension of disbelief stuff for me is primarily focused on primately. the humans. Primap- primately, primately no. is focused on the humans. Mm-hmm. The humans are constantly doing wild shit, and specifically <laughs> like uh, the the uh, the what's it called? Um, Stephen Jacobs' character and anyone involved in the actual experimentation, like the mm-hmm. way they're just like flaunting and kind of casually being like, "Yeah, we'll try experiment with this. We'll cast that one off. Yeah. Let's kill all those apes." Let's start again. Let's get it going. Um, Oh, yeah. Let's just, you know, there's clearly an epidemic about to pop off, like a virus. And like, he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. We're going to make some money. Finger guns. Let's go,
4: baby. Yeah. And then it's like, (laughs) let's
2: go. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then like, you know, um, Caesar, like getting out, eating someone's finger. And then, you know, everyone else is just like. (gasps) Oh, that's disgusting and like backing yeah. off slightly as opposed to like being like terrified <laughs> and screaming and running away and that kind of stuff it's the humans more than the apes i think yeah the neighbor um,
4: also acts pretty unbelievably yeah in a lot of like, yeah, he's a fuck comically fuck? bad like villain character <laughs> yeah where he's just
3: like like the biggest actually the biggest part like point of disbelief for me is when John Lithgow's character has goes into sort of, uh, he, he relapses uh, with his Alzheimer's and takes the guy's car, which is open for some reason. I'm not quite sure. Maybe the guy just randomly got out of it to just run into the house. Starts slamming it in. And then the neighbor, their neighbor, goes, what are you doing, man? Are you going crazy? Like, what are you doing? Like, you wouldn't know that your neighbor's father has been suffering from Alzheimer's for the last fucking 10 years and, like clearly he's having an episode like this guy's just that that part to me i was like that's a little bit ridiculous like if, if that is true this man that lives next door to you is a fucking evil bastard and just needs to be put in jail Deserved it yeah yeah or get yeah. his fucking finger bitten off I'm mean, like, we're <laughs> we gonna call so it even they, they made the even. choice
1: to not bite the finger off in the original cut his finger was bitten off and the the test screen were like turning on caesar <laughs> <laughs> essentially oh, they're like no no no, yeah. no 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 we want people rooting for caesar so <laughs> yeah. well and he season. just bites the finger and, and we go from there and that's but i think another one real of the quick reasons- though nick yeah before you get to your point let me tell you about our sponsors Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. New year, new you. Maybe a you who leaves behind things that don't serve you, like those dang overdraft fees. When your check account balance is running low, the last thing you need is an overdraft fee. But with Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, you can save that hard-earned cash money without paying overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to 2 hundred dollars on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no overdraft fees make your first good decision in 2022 and join over 10 million people using chime sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's c-h-i-m-e.com slash kf games banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp bank or stride bank n-a members fdic eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at twenty dollars and may be increased up to two hundred by chime. See chime.com slash spot me and go to chime.com slash KF Games to get started. This episode is brought to you by vp and look, I get it, you don't watch porn, so maybe you're just paying attention to this ad for, you know. friend but with everything going on the world governments have increased surveillance they're using your devices to track your location movements and in a lot of places your internet activity expressvpn reroutes your internet connection through a secure encrypted server so you can surf the web anonymously newsflash incognito mode is a sham your isp can still see every single site you visit but with one click of a button expressvpn keeps others from seeing all the freaky stuff you've been looking at yeah talking about you nick scarpino we've been using expressvpn for a long time it's been keeping me safe keeping me secure i just feel better being out on the internet knowing that expressvpn has my back protect your privacy today and get three months of expressvpn for free visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash kind of funny for three months free with a one-year package visit expressvpn.com slash kind of funny to learn
3: more what's up and I think, yet again, that's a smart choice from the filmmakers, right? Because we're on Caesar's side pretty much throughout this whole movie. Had he started binding people's fingers off and then ripping faces off and shit, it would have been very easy for them to go, oh, the apes are the bad guys, right? Because in, in the original Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston's character was the good guy, and every and he was just being persecuted by this planet of, of primates. Um, but in this one, they were like, no, this is Caesar's story. It's about freedom. It's about, like, being able to like have a family and have a place and not be in a cage. Um, And so he does a lot. There's a lot of little moments here of choices where even when he kills uh, Tom Felton's character, um, he doesn't kill him. It's like in self-defense. And then he doesn't let them kill Rodney. They just put him in a cage and Rodney just is like, oh my God. You know, so there's all those moments. And even on the bridge, it's all still, it it could be written off as self-defense, which I think was really smart because you have, you want, you get to that point in the bridge and you go, I actually want these, apes to be free i want caesar and his people to be free i want them to go into Mirror woods even though my my gut tells me they're just going to hire a bunch of army people to come in and kill these things but at least they get a shot of having freedom and i think that was i think that speaks to the to why we like the movie and vibe with it
1: another thing there is uh there's a deleted scene on the blu-ray even of it being caesar that throws the guy off the bridge and then they changed it to be the other one because they're like "No, Mm -hmm. caesar needs to be the right the good guy He's
2: is doing a clean hands run of this movie. Yeah. Like he's doing no yeah.
3: kills, no no alerts. That's what he's doing. You tell you dude, When you got Koba and he's got that fucking dead eye cuz he's seen some shit. Like he's got the dead eye and like the Whoa. half gone like face. God, That's really so cool. Bring, that's the that's the guy you bring in to kick the chopper off of uh, off the bridge for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Andy Cortez, please. Hit me with the plot.
4: <laughs> yeah what's, what's even arty?
1: coming out?
4: i don't even arty know what arty. this is it's, it's not even it's not even it's not even funny i just i just kind of i just kind of blanked right now
1: <laughs> let's talk some apes right now with nick that monkey is anti-circus
4: that's a song called monkey wrench by Fighters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was, and with that, that nick scarmino tell us the plot of <laughs> uh, rise the of the planet of the apes
4: welcome
3: to the jungle folks the mighty jungle we see a group of apes that are um, just minding their own business when humans come in to harsh their mellow uh chimp nine as will be called for a couple seconds or gets trapped in a box or she'll be called and screams as the family uh, her family watches her uh being hauled off to a facility we enter entered gen turns out the chimp is uh, is is smart. And James Franco, probably the most unbelievable thing here, is a doctor. Andy from Kind of Funny.
4: I'm kind of uh, shocked by Tim's fact that no ape in this movie is real because there were some shots in these opening sequences that I thought, oh, they're using real apes for mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But clearly a lot of the movement is, is fake CGI. I thought a lot of the close-ups were actual just apes because of just how perfectly they captured the movement of like – a scared ape kind of looking around it was just
1: fucking Mm. brilliantly done god damn it's funny it's funny you say that because in the the fact they specifically say all of the apes are 100 percent computer generated including the apes in the opening scene during the capture of bright eyes which is unbelievable that's really damn good are
2: we 100 percent sure is it like when amazon says no everyone who works here definitely likes working here
1: (laughs) (laughs) i saw multiple people talking about it in interviews and shit so i think that that's one of their like claims to fame with all of it
2: i I also want to say like that that scene lost a minute and it is so effective at showing audience like humans bad apes good like these mm-hmm. are the it's people because there's it, yeah it, the humans are extremely like aggressive in the way they move and the final shot of like the the ape in the cage and the way it kind of like it frames just the face and she's mm-hmm. like panicking and like breathing and and you can see like the other apes just kind of like in the distance just watching so effective again manipulation of emotions just by using like appealing to our base instincts of trying like this is an innocent animal that's being victimized by these um, humans so you know who's who you should be rooting for immediately
3: we are introduced to uh alz-1112 which is a serum uh that they're trying to uh, over at Gensys, they're trying to develop to battle alzheimer's uh they give it to bright eyes and voila full cognitive recovery uh my question is andy you know how like in congress andy when they make they make the bill, but then they like put a bunch of other stuff in the bill that could like that they don't kind of kind of works with it, but it's like you know you sure. got an infrastructure bill, but you're also like let's make sure everyone's got money. Free for Free pizza pool.
4: every Friday. So Can, yeah. do you
3: think when they do this, do you think would it kill them to also be like it'll also make it an inch and a half taller? They'll oh my a gosh, little, a little
4: <laughs> extra, you know. <laughs> Inject that in me immediately. Just, you know? just you know, you're gonna be you're,
3: you're you're gonna be able to think and also just be the height that you want to be. Anyway, ALZ yeah. one is gene therapy uh, will cause neurogenesis or the cure. Of you're gonna
2: be able to think
3: and be the height you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> the two things most wanted by humans. Just saying, dude, I have I have both those things for the rest of my life. I'm I'm dominating. Uh, but it has a side effects. It it apparently makes the chimps hyper violent. Uh, they try and capture Bright Eyes, who it ba- breaks out. Here, uh, with uh, they're, they're trying to get her to, out of the cage with some Mountain Dew game fuel. It works for Andy, but it does not work for Bright Eyes. Uh, she's not mm-hmm. Jones but for that sweet, sweet stuff. Bright Eyes goes nuts uh, and they shoot her in front of the board of directors right before the board was about to vote to push this thing into human trials. Uh, Jacobs orders the apes put down, but Franklin refuses. Uh, the board of directors pulls the drugs. Uh, Jacobs orders will to start again meanwhile bright eyes was uh they, they discover was actually not being aggressive at all uh she was being protective uh because she had just had a baby not too bright are these scientists when i talk about bright eyes how did you not know this chimpanzee was pregnant they have one throwaway line here was like well they don't really show that much i'm like yeah. really do they not show?" like it's in a cage you don't know you didn't see some sort
2: of
4: yeah they say sneaking in
2: there yeah. yeah they say they carry small but like you were staring at that chimp for a long time and you like taking it out of there, like looking at his body because they lay the the, the uh, monkeys on the little stretcher thing, which they, yeah. the shopping cart, which they wheel. At it's no point did anyone look down and go, we're not giving him that many
3: bananas. Like what's yeah. going on there? He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, getting a little exercise. But either way. Uh, Franklin has killed all the other apes, but he cannot bring himself to kill the baby. he, so he gives Will the choice: the needle or take care of this baby. He's like, "I'm out. Uh, put it down or give it sanctuary." Basically, Will's uh, Tam.
2: The dude who plays Franklin. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him in anything else? He looks very yes. I, I saw him, it. and I literally just realized where he is. Yes, it's I have. Tuck, I've Tucker seen and him in Dale. Tucker and Yale yes. meet evil versus evil. evil. Whatever, versus uh, evil. I yeah. just remembered why I'd recognize him. Okay, my bad. Carry on. <laughs> uh,
3: let's see. So we go back to Will's house where we meet John Lithgow, his father, Charlie or Charles, who is suffering from Alzheimer's. Uh, one of the only things, of course, he can remember is his Shakespeare. So he's been trying to read Shakespeare. And, of course, he's reading the play Julius Caesar, which is where we'll get the name Julius Caesar. He quotes from that, uh, and that becomes Caesar's name, uh, little baby Caesar. And we see uh, the telltale signs, of course, in his eyes. Of the green specks. That means that he has uh, he has been uh, not infected but uh, affected by ALZ 1112. James Franco tries really hard to narrate Caesar's progress and we get it. Uh, Caesar is.
1: Dude, <laughs> I, I, I loved it, man. It was this part where it said age three yes. on the screen. Yeah. But it's I was like-, like, let's go, man. This is the moment for the movie where I'm like, Am I really into this? I think I'm really into this. Cause I it was around here that I realized I haven't seen a trailer for this movie. I there was all of this was brand new to me. And I was mm. in, you didn't like it.
3: It's but this his vo here is so bad. It's like they sent him the script and he was on his way to the airport and they're like, Can you just read it in just we just want to hear it come out of your mouth? Don't worry about it. Just read it into your phone and send us that. And then that's the one they went with. <laughs>
4: Way, what is it uh, about the parts of this movie that I don't like that just really remind me of the Sony Spider-Man movies and Venom. Like there's the <laughs> th- is it San Francisco is the fact that Venom is in SF like I don't know what it is but I it's something about like anytime I'm I'm witnessing a really uh an underwhelming scene I'm immediately reminded of those movies. I have no idea why. Uh, back in the lab, we Will, Will steals a few vial, virals
3: uh, vials. Excuse me, of one one twelve for his father, whose condition has worsened. He gives his father the drug, and the next morning, one twelve or one one two, one one twelve. That's right, one thousand one hundred and twelve. D twelve, peaches well, and creams. It's tripped, me yeah. out. it's tripped me out because it's ALZ. I want to say Arizona one twelve, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> oh man and his dad of course the next day is like i can play i I play piano like a virtuoso and he's like wow that's crazy dad when did you learn how to play piano he goes i have no idea (laughs) caesar Escapes and run into runs into his neighbor's yard uh, because he wants to play with the kid. Will saves him. Uh, important note: he they have a little picture window that he looks out of, and he wish he wants to be a part of your world, Tim. Uh, mm-hmm. So he finally goes out, uh, but Will <laughs> saves him from their aggro asshole neighbor before he gets bashed in by, uh, by a bat. Uh, Will takes Caesar to the zoo, and the other apes go wild. We we introduced a Caroline or Carolyn Frida Pinto's character here. Uh, and as she, who sutures up Caesar and doesn't ask one question at all. But she's like, I'm really impressed that you taught him how to sign. And meanwhile, he's signing fucking Sanskrit over here. And she's like, thinks nothing of it whatsoever. I guess she probably wouldn't jump to the conclusion. They're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you give that monkey an experimental serum that made him hyper intelligent? I would think that now, but not after having, you know, yeah. not before seeing this movie. Uh, Caesar's wingman's pretty hard for Will and it works. He scores a date with the good doctor. <laughs> Great little moment here. She's I, like, What's he I, saying?
2: I, uh, it's interesting that caesar has the ability to pick up on like interpersonal human dynamics as well to the point where he was like you two should shag <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> like,
2: yeah that is insane like they're smart but like i know like evolved human humans who are incapable of looking at two people and going they have chemistry yeah. but like this monkey can be like these two are made for each other <laughs> well don't yeah. forget they have oh, a shit. they have a
4: hyper hyper sense of smell Oh yeah, the pheromones. He's like, goddamn, mm-hmm.
2: your pheromones between you two, exactly. it's
4: all up my nostrils. I can stop. smell that boner right now. He's it. literally <laughs> like,
2: inside he's signing,
3: "Get a room, you two. <laughs> I can smell that boner right now. I can, I can smell the smell of the cotton stretching in your pants. Dude, no, we can, we
1: can stop. Like, like yeah, we all had our own visuals from what Andy said.
3: Boner is a funny word. Anyway. Uh, Caroline tells him that Caesar is fine now, but eventually he's going to grow into a very powerful animal. So they gotta oh my god! got to out.
1: At this part, Gia looks over at me, panicked. Like, she's like, <laughs> wait, are they going to get big? <laughs> <laughs> Which is just so funny. And I was like, why? Even if they, I was like, I don't think they get big. I was like, I don't know. They might, but I don't think they get big. And even if they did, why does that upset you? And she's like, do you remember Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, mm. I forgot how much the giant cat bothered you <laughs> oh my god i forgot that was a thing I don't. Know really anyways you can continue uh
3: so they take caesar over to the forest of endor up in near woods uh and they also but, put pants know, on him
1: shout out to that because first yeah. off near woods is dope second off yeah they're straight up on Endor. like mm. it is like the same place they shot the speeder bikes and i just love that now there's monkeys there
3: absolutely adding to the lineage um they also put pants on Caesar for some reason. Not quite sure why. Uh, when they take him off the lease, Caesar asks for permission to go Rome and he's like, "What are you? What is this monkey doing?" Now, they granted, put the well, pants
1: on him for a reason. Uh, it was a reference to a real life monkey that learned stuff that that liked to wear pants. Okay. I'm not making this up. Sort of got not making it up. I'm just trying to like
0: sneak there, in a plot point. Dunstan <laughs> checks in or something like
1: that. <laughs> curious George. <laughs> no, no. There was uh, there was some. I need to look this up of what his name was, but it was he had well, some a, name like Ninstin or some shit.
4: It's also N- Ninstin. <laughs>
1: it's, it's also smart order. to like
4: show the stripping of humanity away later, like the, the it's it's yeah, all good course. kind of. Mm.
2: I, uh, I actually detail. I actually watched the uh, commentary. and It was actually to hide the monkey boner. <laughs> <laughs> got, it, got it. The thing is, Tam, What have we learned
3: today? You can hide it, but you, you can't smell. hide you the can't smell. smell. <laughs> 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 You can't hide the smell of the cotton, Tim. Anyway, Caesar he, uh, Caesar asks for permission and Will gives it to him, even though Will has no idea what that means, despite having li- worked and lived yeah. around monkeys for his that's entire bullshit. fucking career.
1: Uh,
3: yes, Tim. Okay, so his name was Oliver. <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <that's> from <laughs> <laughs> <far,
1: I'm laughs> <nunston. laughs>
0: <I'm laughs>
1: His, However, I think it's Ninston. Oh, or- your dentist was named Crentist. Andy Serkis based Caesar's behavior on a chimpanzee named Oliver for the balance of behaving like a civilized chimp. His red shirt and black pants, his appearance, and his ability to sign, uh, sign well are based on another chimpanzee in science, Nim Chimpsky. Okay,
3: okay, Okay, you're not, you're not as uh. (laughs) shout shout out
2: to them naming a monkey after Noam Chomsky. (laughs) Why
3: not? Um, Caesar uh, climbs high into the redwoods, and we cut to a montage of him growing into adulthood with the same pants, just like the Incredible Hulk. Like, how do they keep getting bigger? I guess they're stretchy pants. Five years later, Will and Caroline are all smoochy, smoochy, and Caesar wants in. This is the first time he starts thinking, "Yeah, I don't have." A family or a life of my own i don't really have any people you do uh so what's up uh some random hikers have a problem with caesar and caesar fucking lets them know when their dog starts barking like yo bro we here's where you're at in the pecking order then we get another another key moment here where uh will opens up the 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 hatchback for the wagon and caesar refuses and he gets in the back seat instead uh and opting for a normal seat and then he asks am i a pet and Will says, no, you're not a pet. And he wants to know who his father is. So Will's like, I'll just tell you the whole thing. He takes him over to the lab to show him where he came from. Uh, and that's the first time Caesar sees the outside of Genesis uh, since he was a little baby. Uh, Caroline wants an explanation. I'm oh, sorry. Will comes clean about uh, ALZ-112 and why Caesar is so smart. Uh, Caroline wants an explanation. He says he designed 112 to repair Caesar, but it's gotten way beyond that. But Will's dad, unfortunately, uh, goes, uh, starts to regress. Caesar recognizes this and helps him with his fork. I thought this was probably the most touching moment. Really in the whole cool. Movie yeah. where he, he takes it and he switches it back around from unreal and then looks at will and realizes that there's something wrong. Uh, doesn't know necessarily what it is or have the, the, you know, the, the knowledge for it. But that emotion again is there with him, which I thought was really, really cool.
4: I mean, there's so much happening, not only with like, From both sides of it, you're Mm -hmm. seeing a progression and a regression, and it's kind of just, it's a really cool kind of comparison between the two sides of your your dad is regressing because he forgot to hold his fork, but also, like, I can recognize that, and that's that's such a cool little sequence right there. Tam, you had your hand raised up?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to go back to the bit where he decides to take Caesar to the lab to show him exactly why where he was, but why, why like none of the movie from that point on, or like none of the worst parts of the, of Caesar's rebellion would have happened if that didn't happen, and it seems very unreasonable, like because it's meant to be like a moment where like a, an adoptive parent has a heart to heart with their child, mm-hmm. right? And like if you if you're like you know if there was a scenario in any other film where a child was like, "What happened to my real mum?" like that adopted parent wouldn't be like, well, I'm going to take you to the graveyard. This is your, this is the grave <laughs> of your right. mother. Like, why would you do that? It's such a weird moment, but I was like, oh, it needs to, it needs to be there because then the season knows how to, yeah. the directions of how to get back there. And you, you yeah. Know, well, but also, you need,
4: also, you just need to kind of follow up and have that, like, uh, cause I, I thought that that scene before that was pretty poignant, even though mm. I thought it was going to be really cheesy as we're leading up to it. Like, what am I to you? Like, am mm. I a pet? And we've seen that trope in a lot of movies before, but I just, I I don't know, just the characterization and the way uh, Andy Serkis is just, he's the god, you know, he's, he's an incredible Mm -hmm. actor, Nick. Goat.
1: Incredibly great. He's great. Yeah. He makes a great goat, honestly. Yeah. 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 He would make a great anything, great
3: leaf, great Uh tree branch. The man is a chameleon of inanimate <laughs> objects. Anyway, uh, Charlie uh, leaves the house and gets into his neighbor's car, <laughs> which apparently is just opened it on. Thankfully, uh, important to note, the car has fast track, so he won't incur any hefty bridge tolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he smashes the shit out of his neighbor's car, and the man just goes uh, just completely aggro ape on shit. him. Just ape shit's a perfect term, Andy. Think of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the fact that he has lived next door to Will and Charles for God knows how long, he has a whole family, and surely knows that Charles is suffering from Alzheimer's and, and how to help this man. But this guy's just a complete and total piece of shit, and Caesar comes out of the fucking bushes like a nightmare and just hands him his ass. Uh, Charles screams for him to stop after Caesar realizes he's got a full animal on this guy and has bitten his finger off. And I don't care what you say Tim. I don't give a shit what, what CG, what, what, what prequels, or we're re-releasing Star Wars films. We're going to put a fucking plant mouth in the Sarlacc pit. He bit the guy's finger off. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And for the sake of the rest of the jokes that I've written into the script of people having their fingers severed, that's why. That's that's why. why. Got it. Got it. Yo, (laughs) I thought that the
1: the choreo of the scene was awesome. Like, I didn't expect this level of like fight choreography in this movie, but uh, Caesar versus the neighbor, I just thought was well shot. And it, this was kind of the the moment where I was like getting the deep blue sea vibes, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's kind of like a, a horror tinge here. This is more of a kaiju type movie than I expected it to be, and I I just thought that that was really, really cool, and a good use of Andy Circus's talents.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Animal Control shows up and takes Caesar to a facility. I never caught the name of this facility. I thought it was part of the zoo, but I guess it's not. I guess it's just this random animal containment facility where they have the world's most depressing jungle gym uh caesar's never been around other chimps before and he does not like it uh it's really sad Stryker tells him not to draw out the goodbyes he goes listen man in my experience it's best not to draw out the goodbyes and i would to which i would respond how many times do people have to drop their pet (laughs) chimps off here yeah yeah like is this a thing that Great happens point. like like is there is this a weekly thing that uh, someone has a pet chimp and bites someone's finger off and they got to drop them off here like what the fuck are you talking who can the fuck's you, coming into this series th- this place to say goodbye
0: can you have just pet chimpanzees and monkeys and no stuff?
3: it's illegal they're wild animals all states uh, i don't know if it's all states for sure in california you can't have them because they're, they're wild animals and if they go crazy they will kill you like even this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand. If Kevin were here, he'd be fucking just railing against all of us for how stupid we are and how, how the lack of knowledge we have for these for, for chimpanzees. They're very strong. And if they get a hold of you, even the small ones, they can rip your face off. It's crazy. know how strong
2: a monkey is. That was a unfortunately that was a Dave Chappelle reference, which it makes me sad. But I, I have to throw that shit on the tall grass never to be seen again. I never saw that special.
4: What's that what special
2: is that um, one, bro? Uh, is I can't. I think it's uh, it's the one where he's wearing the sport coat and the yellow shirt. I think mm. where he talks about monkey ripping dicks off.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, so I, I just Googled, can you own a monkey? And the first thing that popped up says, only zoos and scientists can keep monkeys in California. So <laughs> James Franco covered. Um, but then there was people also asked, what states is it legal to have a pet monkey? And wow. I am surprised. Currently, Washington, Montana, Nevada, North Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Illinois, Ohio, Alabama, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina.
0: What? This is have, so many states. Have what? Have no restrictions on keeping monkeys as pets <laughs> but like what it's now, just here's... A matter of procuring one that is the issue then
3: well this would be my question how big of a monkey is there a limit on size i mean they said there no restrictions little, if you have a little capuchin like they had in friends of course marcel we all we all we all remember that one rip marcel that's that's one thing this is a five foot six chimpanzee that can probably deadlift like 500 pounds. That's a little bit different to keep next to your neighbors. Like, uh, you know, seven year old.
4: It, it's pretty I, terrifying how, when the, when the girlfriend mentions, you know, he's not gonna say like this forever, he is going to grow. And then when he does grow, it's pretty startling. Cause I, I think throughout most of the intro of this movie, I kind of forgot that Caesar does grow into a full size chimp. And I just wasn't expecting I, what a full size chimp would be in context of this film and watching him, hug Dave Franklin like, oh, you have the same size skull. This is scary. <laughs> I don't like this.
3: I'm looking at how tall are
4: chimps right now?
3: How tall I
2: just want to point out like, there's a level of realism that, I, that has now dawned on me in this movie because America uh. is now the only place... Where you can, in a significant number of states, legally own a monkey and legally own a gun, and thus the monkey could get the gun, and yeah. Planet of the Apes is more likely to happen.
3: Well, Tam, I mean, that's ultimately the goal, I think, for our political <laughs> system, is just make sure because every man, woman, and child, and chimpanzee is armed yeah. to the fucking
2: teeth. In, like, I think, like, 95% of other countries, there's no way you can have the monkey and the gun legally. You either get one, one or the, the other. other. Yeah. yeah, one or the other. In this country, yeah. though...
4: Down for it. All the thing okay. to combat a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, or a chimp with a gun. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Chimp chimp, of an chimp, is time the for it. chimp
3: just has that gun for to protect their home. It's just home. <laughs> uh, it looks like the average adult chimpanzee height is four foot eleven, which is very eye to eye with. Uh, well, you know it. I'm not going to finish with that you? joke now that no was it's gonna, go. gonna be a, a self dunk was coming and i was preparing my eight mile <laughs> reference by stuff it wasn't gonna be a self dunk but but we're being nice here anyway back to the back to the um the facility, Tom Felton's here, thank God, it immediately locks the cages. Hope you didn't like your index finger, Tom, because Caesar has a taste for blood. Uh, the other chimps go nuts in their cages. This place is not good. Uh, how would Caroline not know this? Uh, that, that she, I don't know. Never mind about that. In I just moment. want to yeah, point she out. not know what this place is and how bad it is.
2: I just want to point out, I've been to a nightclub once in my life. And the way that Caesar was sitting in his cell, surrounded by all those monkeys going ape shit, is exactly how I felt in a nightclub. <laughs> I was just like, ah. and everyone's around
4: me losing their home. shit,
3: like screaming. I was like, I just want to be home. Tim, that's I how I feel home. every time Tim makes me talk about video games.
4: Uh, <laughs> t- Nick, you're you're kind of right on with that. That the fact that she doesn't know in her line of work that this is probably a pretty problematic facility. Yeah, and then and then to go along with that, Tom and just be like, hoo, 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 stupid ape. Like shut the fuck up! What is this is so stupid. I feel like you can you can tell that it's a bad place based on
2: discoloration of every wall. Like yes. you walk in there and you're like, this is this facility is brown. Like yeah. any facility that is brown, you don't want to be in there. It's bad. Yeah, it's when, when
4: like. When you know that an environmental artist went and really popped off on the work there in that place, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the only
2: the only place I'm giving my monkey to is if there's like a cool artistic mural on the wall that's done by some sort yeah. of San Francisco. I want to see that mural on an Instagram page. And that tells me that it's a legit place. Safe,
4: it's safe here. And the, <laughs> the people who work here love
1: working here and they love yeah. the job and they love the monkeys that they work with. Go ahead, <laughs> The the shelter was based on the Black Beauty Ranch in Athens, Texas, where famous chip test subject Nim Chimpsky spent yeah. his final year. Get the fuck out of here with Nim Chimpsky! Nim Chimpsky is
3: pointing the way. Didn't expect a callback God. from
4: Nim Chimbsky. Didn't expect Did another cameo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Is the way you say it's like a like a foreign football uh, soccer player. Like uh, now we have on the field Nim Chimpsky. Yeah, hold uh, <laughs> on, Barrett. Uh, straight-
1: <laughs> Barrett, I'm slacking you. Uh, Nim Chimpsky's IMDb page. <laughs>
0: thank you thank you, <laughs> oh, you well, can
1: please bring this up because uh i need to hear what nick has to say about okay, multiple of these pictures so first off the his profile pic is that top left one barrett uh, oh, oh cute. look at this little baby just i'm uh, just him in the car with this man <laughs> oh, I mean, he's God. adorable. that
0: jacket is hot i wish nice. they were in matching jackets though
1: I love it, and Didn't then and then ice wearing the jacket. I had that, ja- I had that jacket. Please <laughs> go to the 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 first re- yes, the, the one of him in the red shirt in the middle. Wait, just so, so scroll through cute. all these. Yeah, oh, so god. here we go. Here's the outfit where they got the inspiration from. But can you go <laughs> one more to the right, Barrett? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this, this
2: chimp is more photogenic than I am. What the fuck?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That is you know, did it impression. again. you know what tim i i threw some shade at you for bringing up nimchinsky for the 15th time but <laughs> as the as the the orator of this podcast i will allow it from here on out Good. anytime you want to bring this picture up we will, we will take a break <laughs> to look at it
1: mm-hmm. thank you
3: that dang thing is cute uh of course will uh tries to get an earlier court date but the woman helping him out as a pos will's father is taking a turn for the worse he needs a faster more aggressive strain of one, one twelve not one one, two. So he goes to Jacobs and (laughs) spills the beans about his dad. He wants help testing the new strain, but there's no, there's more. 112 has the capacity to increase people's intelligence, but what about height? Which is I have to imagine that was a deleted section. They're like, we don't want to introduce that because that's. What about immediate. the
4: height, everybody? Exactly. <laughs> this
3: chimp is pretty tall. Have we, have we measured his height? Uh, Jacobs tells him. Actually, to- Like,
4: did you put those? Uh, the right. The did we edit like any of the script about the height? Like, yeah, we t- we took it out. We did not yeah. need that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need it. Okay, cool. If you guys want to put it back in? Is there? It's, uh, Jacobs tells him to immediately
3: start testing the new and improved one twelve, which is now called one thirteen. That they could have they dropped the ball in on that one. There was a cooler name they could have had there. Hyper intelligence. Project X. Yes. Great movie, by the way.
1: Anyway. Uh, great great. about great, but
3: I fucking loved it. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Project you're talking about the party movie. Yes. Pro, there was another movie, I think, called Project X that was Matthew Broderick, Helen Hunt, and Monkeys. And it's like literally like the same plot of this where he where she works with them and they make they let set all the monkeys free at the end. Yes. Oh, there it is. I, Actually, I also really want to clear,
1: movie. I misspoke when I said Project X. I do want to talk about the the party movie, Project X, which everyone should watch. I was trying to say um, Weapon X, ah. X-Men, Striker, mm-hmm. God, it's A lot mm-hmm. of parallels. Here. Yeah, also, yeah, we yesterday, can just move
4: on, <laughs> yesterday, Tim, I watched a documentary about Dax Flame so that he's in Project X. Yeah, there that? he is. Mm-hmm.
3: I started writing a joke here when I saw Brian Cox, and then it just got so long that I deleted it. But it had something to do with the fact that there's a deleted scene where he opens up one of his drawers and it's just a schematic of a monkey skeleton with a bar of adamantium right next to it. And he's like, (laughs) soon. Soon. (laughs) But for obvious reasons, I didn't write that because I was too busy writing all the finger-biting-off jokes. Meanwhile, uh, let's see over here. uh, Draco Malfoy continues to be the blight. Uh, on his family's name. Caesar throws food at him, so Draco turns the hose on him. Uh, he finds... I was going to dra- put a Silence of the Lambs reference there, but you guys get it. Uh, it's he just finds, out of context
4: here, and he turns the hose on him. Just <laughs> really funny. Uh,
3: Caesar has, finds a small rock and draws uh, on his cell wall the picture window from Will's house. Uh, let's see. And he just thinks to himself, if I'd only left that man's finger intact, a new ground... <laughs> A new group of apes uh, gets delivered to with Man, lab.
1: it
4: really was dependent. On it really <laughs> was, Andy. It really was. Tim blew was like, my mind with that. And I was like, you got to find a way back. Our <laughs> whole act is spoiled. Tim, immediately, Nick goes into rewrite mode. Like, oh god, I'm panicking.
3: Oh <laughs> no, hands, fingers, elbows. What's funny? What's funny? <laughs> a new group of apes Gets delivered to the lab Uh Genesis Including Koba Who's fucking terrifying Uh They give Koba the 113 And it goes poorly Uh Franklin gets exposed to it And gets itchy Uh Back at the Back at the facility Caesar has his first day In the yard Man let me tell you He does not fare well We meet all the other apes Including Rocket And they are scary Caesar tries to play ball For the first time Uh But gets his clothes Ripped off by Rocket For his efforts Uh He beats Caesar's ass And chases him around A big fake tree Thankfully Draco steps in And starts uh Trank darting everyone Uh Code. i just want to point
2: out the, the strength needed to rip a shirt off and also for caesar to just stand in place yeah and not be moved by the rip incredible like he had to be really planted and then rocket would have to like really put some effort into pulling it exactly just, uh, what majestic powerful beasts they are
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's see another picture of nimzim <laughs> What's his name? Invader <laughs> Nimzim. <Nimsim. laughs> anyway, uh, Coba Nimsky. writes Jacob's name. Oh, there he is. There
0: Nimsky. is. Nimsky. Nimsky. I like such a talking. cute picture. I like that
3: he's showing his little ba- his little monkey belly button. Like right he has off. his own movie, Project Nim. I gotta watch this movie. The Secret of Nim was a secret. The Secret oh, of Nim, yeah. He's cute. Uh, Coba writes Jacob's name on a high tech etch a sketch, and nobody thinks this is a bad thing. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Franklin has taken ill and is sneezing blood. Brian Cox darts another ape to send to Genesis. Maurice signs to Caesar to be careful. Humans don't like smart apes. How does Maurice know how to sign? Did we set that up? I missed that part.
1: Circus ape. Yeah, circus. He's a circus, circus ape, That's yeah. what it was. which yeah. was great. I love that. I heard that shit. I'm like, this movie fucking fucks. This movie fucks. <laughs>
3: uh, Will and Caroline uh, come to check on Caesar and find out he's been mistreated, so they threaten to shut the place down. Will tells Caesar to trust him. He's going to get him out, but Caesar knows the truth. No matter how many fingers you bite off, there's always another one waiting to get, <laughs> to get stuck right in your mouth. Do we have uh, a
0: count on how many finger jokes you have? Because this is really impressive. Really impressive.
2: impressive. <laughs> I also, I also want to say, like, Will the most impotent rage I've seen in, in, a, in a in a film character. Like he's useless at any sort of like, he would not be able to send his food back at a restaurant. Because uh, when yeah, he's like- No intimidation. When, yeah. When he was like, you're going to go back and you're going to change some things and you're going to get me an earlier court date. And she's like, am I fuck? Like you are not, <laughs> yeah, you're not even remotely threatening to me. And then he does it again later where he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to shut this down. And Brian Cox is like- Oh, you fuck? you? are not doing nothing.
3: Do you, Tam? Do you think it's because secretly, deep down, he's like, I don't want this fucking monkey back in my house. <laughs> we just got the smell out. Caroline yeah. just moved in with me. She's a vet. Like she's yeah. the like she's amazing. No longer Evening. smells a boners. Yeah. You can yeah.
2: see. Yeah, the, I think the problem is Caesar can smell the boners. <laughs>
3: exactly. I can get so a boner like, anytime like, I want. Nobody's yeah. calling me out on, on it because they can't yeah. see my boner. <laughs>
2: every time every time me and Carolyn are about to get it on I can hear Caesar making weird noises behind the door like before he said no he said he
1: just no it's
3: hilarious. <laughs> somebody needs to please somebody re-edit that scene where he screams <laughs> no and just have him scream boner.
4: Oh, no. Andy,
3: Andy, Andy, give us everyone be quiet. <laughs> oh, Andy no. for the person Andy. <laughs> Andy, Andy, no. Andy, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Andy. Andy Andy. Andy. i Andy. do it. I'll do Andy, I it. All right, Tam everyone be boner. quiet you're a good voice actor I'll i need a clean to boner read for the, for the re- <laughs> <laughs> voice. i need it
2: a- okay, i'm gonna remind this- myself he's like no okay cool
3: yeah okay I need joey a clean joey be boner. cool
2: <laughs> All ready can i get a countdown nick
3: yeah okay ready three two one boner I was really that was really good. good. <laughs>
4: that was great. That was perfect. Thank you. Really good. Please tweet that at me and Tim Geddes. Oh, oh, I need a clean <laughs> boner. Is the. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, So Caesar, and this is where this film, I think, starts really picking up and getting really cool. He takes matters into his own hands and starts plotting his escape. Draco brings some friends over to party, and Maurice shows them his ass. Uh, Caesar spots one of Draco's friends' pocket knives and takes the opportunity to lift it from him. Uh, He fashions a makeshift tool to escape his cage and free the giant ape in the yard, whose name is Buck what a badass name for a badass ape rocket wakes up and realizes his cage is open and he's like oh cool i just want outside and then Caesar just ambushes his ass and shows him who's alpha now that buck has his back want to fuck around and find out rocket Rocket is so not cool. he bows down to his new alpha meanwhile will takes some <laughs> alz113 back to his to help his father but charles waves him off this is a very very touching scene and we haven't really talked about um John Lithgow and just how fucking good of an actor John Lithgow is. He's just great in this. And the he's fact that great. he's just sort of like, you know, the fact that he's just sort of like the secondary character here, he's playing a supporting role. It's for, you couldn't ask for a better actor than John Lithgow in this. This is a very touching scene where he just sort of waves him off. Like he's like, you you know, it's, it's time you've done enough. And,
1: and I, I do think that him, his acting and his character are one of the major pieces that kind of make this <laughs> special to me and not just like a fun action movie, yeah. like a dumb side. I'm like, no, this is actually good.
2: There's that scene earlier where he uses the fork the wrong way around. That really, like, got me. And it's just like, he doesn't really say anything. He just looks slightly vacant and bewildered. And Caesar, it's it's so strange because Caesar recognizes what's happening, which is, like, amps up the emotion behind it. You're like, this monkey who we ascribe little intelligence to is smart enough to understand that this other person is kind of losing their mind. Um, It's such a and powerful moment and then it kind of like that is leverage for this moment here which is just so good
3: i will it's say also, I, go on,
0: oh, I was just say, it's also funny because like my real big other touchstone for john lithgow is harry and the hendersons which that. also has some like really deep mm-hmm. emotional moments mm-hmm. um and it's just interesting that he's able to convey that as an actor with like tradition like Creat animals creatures that don't speak.
4: Sorry, Joey. No. I, th- I thought you were going to say Dexter. That's what I was going to say. There's two things. Oh,
3: Joey's no. saying this beautiful, heartfelt <laughs> moment that was like a that was a, a very important thing for my childhood. He brings up the one where he's a serial killer in Dexter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Hey, got, got rage. Uh-huh. Joey, no? let me
3: ask you this really, really yeah. important question: Have you ever forgiven John Lath- John Lethgow for the end of Harry and the Hendersons?
0: No, it's so tragically sad. I'll never and and forgive he just him. Yells at him to go. Ugh. So watch that sad. I
3: cry like a small child uh, I was a small child actually So that worked out um, Let's see uh, we're on rocket. Meanwhile, Will takes a. Anyway, Caroline Charles passes quietly while Will holds his hand. Uh, Caroline tells him some things are meant to change. He needs to accept that. Back in the lab, Coba's intelligence is going nuts. Jacobs wants to accelerate the test, but now that Will has a new perspective, he wants to slow things down. Jacobs wants to proceed or with or without Will. So Will quits. Franklin comes over later that day and is not looking good. He coughs blood on his neighbor. Uh, uh, which is having a really really bad week. Uh, Will bribes Stryker so he can take Caesar home, but. When given the choice between the leash and his fellow inmates, Caesar chooses the latter. Brutal, Uh, man.
4: That's a a heartbreaking sequence. But I also love. I I, I absolutely love that they chose to have the reverse sort of shot of Caesar looking like I don't want to do this. This sucks. But it's what I have to do. Like everybody around here respects me now. I've kind of found my home. People are going to think that I'm just like flip flopping on them, and I'm going to leave them out to dry. No, I have to stick with these people because they are suffering, and they've suffered way longer than I have. And it's just, it's such a cool shot to see that reverse angle of him being like, "Damn, this sucks." I, I'm, mm-hmm. this affects me, you know. You could kind of yeah. see the tears welling up in his eyes. It's,
3: it's kind of he's conflicted for sure. Yeah, uh, I want to throw out here. I missed it, but at some point they made a reference to a uh, a mission, a space mission to Mars. Oh, yeah, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, uh, which is important, Tim. I don't know if you have any trivia mm-hmm. on that. Do you know what that's in reference to? No. So in the original um, uh, Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston and the crew went off on a mission, got lost in space, and we're going to see a news... There's a newspaper, just a quick headline that says, Lost in Space? Question mark. What had happened was he gets lost in space, comes back, thinks he crash-lands on the Planet of the Apes, but in reality, he's just been gone so far, he crash-landed back on Earth, and... It's so much time has passed since, but nothing, no, nothing's passed for him. So that's when he sees at the end, of course, the famous twist spoilers with Planet of the Apes. He rides out and sees the Statue of Liberty there and realizes that he's been on Earth the entire time. It's just been like thousands of years in the future. This, yeah, I think, cool. is just a little reference to that, which is
1: cool. That's, yeah, it's so cool. So Charlton Heston, uh, this is his fifth appearance in Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, he's in this one, uh, seen on a television set in the ape bunkhouse in the role of Michelangelo from The Agony and the Ecstasy.
3: Oh, that's cool. Point. I didn't catch that. Um, let's see. Caesar gets Rocket out of his cage with some cookies, Rocket spread, and then makes Rocket give the cookies to the rest of the people so everyone knows that Rocket is Caesar's fucking minion. Uh, Later that day, Maurice asks why Caesar gave Rocket. I was going to say, it's
2: also to teach Rocket and the other apes to look after each other. Oh, yeah. so like give each other food so that they can like as a community because you said apes together stronger yeah god him. yeah and also that
1: whole
3: stick thing was just that's like cool. yeah. fuck this is cool well the old parable right i love that too because like somewhere that's what i love meta on that is like somewhere he had read that that parable right the, yeah. the parable of the sticks and he's like he he uses it and like looks at all the sticks and he's like and, and maurice is like damn did you just make that up and so he's just like yep i just made it up right now <laughs> on the spot uh later that night he spies the code to the door and uses it to escape outside and sees the city before him that's about to be his he heads back to will's house and creepily watches will and caroline sleep then he raids the fridge and finds some one one three time to make everyone as smart as him back at the containment center caesar uh pierces each one of the canisters and just lets them loose and the look on his face is like we are about to wreck shit now so cool super and cool. dude
1: i love it because they, they this whole section they treat him like a superhero and it's not like oh a scary the bad guys are getting powered up it does kind of feel like uh hey we're assembling the avengers right now dope yes. up boys we're gonna fuck them up let's go That's super Ooh.
3: cool um. The next day, all the way, all, all the uh, apes wake up with a new sense of intelligence and purpose. Bite all of them, Andy. Bite all the fingers. Caesar <laughs> checks his soldiers' eyes to make sure they all have that tail. So many fingers. fingers. <laughs> so many fingers to bite. Sausage <laughs> 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 in the production of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Cox tries hard. Uh, tries. Decides to head in for the night But stops dead in his tracks When he catches a glimpse Of the town hall meetings He's just having in the middle Of the little containment area Back at the lab Scientists make dozens of canisters of 113 Just so we know that This is going to be not good Over at Franklin's house Franklin is dead Uh, He's found by his landlord (laughs) Dranko spots Draco spots Caesar out of his cage after hours. So he approaches him with a taser while Rodney t- uh, tries to flank him with the trank gun. Uh, he tases him three times, but by the fourth one, Caesar's like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. He grabs it uh, and, and takes it from Tom. Then Tom Felton says, of course, the iconic line, get your filthy paws off me, you damn dirty apes, which when Charlton Heston said it was awesome. But when Tom Felton said it, it's like, who in 2012 yeah. talks like that?
4: that yeah, um, that was and, very. And funny. it's also just pretty unbelievable from the. Uh, I guess early on we saw Tom Felton snipe them with a Trent gun. Right. Why wouldn't you just do that again? Like, why would you risk going into a cage with a chimpanzee that you treat like shit first off? Like... You know it's going dude, to be with, hyper aggressive, to and you, you have know a fucking stun. Like, come on, dude, that's so stupid. These things are killing machines. Like, they, yeah. remember when they when she ripped that lady's face off? Remember that one it was
3: terrifying. Remember, I mean, think about it this way, right? Like, you've got a monkey in there. That is world renowned for biting people's fingers off. Do you not value your hands?
0: Look at this. The fact that you've
3: made you more this? than
1: ten finger jokes is like upsetting.
3: Yeah, and this is um, all I do here. At kind of. I had funny. a this finger for only... every finger joke. You made out of two hands. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot
2: the uh, the other part of that reference, the damn day apes one, is uh, much earlier in the film where yes. Caesar is playing with a toy and it's uh, the Statue of Liberty.
1: Mm. Um, oh that's like
2: cool. super super notes. early on here. that's cool uh,
3: of course we do get this this line that's like okay it's weird get your paws off me your damn birthday but it's followed by an amazing moment where caesar turns to him and replies audibly
1: no oh, no oh right <laughs> <laughs> yo straight up i had to pause the movie here and have a moment because yeah. i did not see this coming and maybe i was just too in the movie and maybe i should have known but when he said no i was like these motherfuckers are doing it. They're, They're doing talking. It. That was Andy Circus's voice. I fucking heard him. Holy shit! <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah. I, I I was so impressed with this. I didn't see them them pulling it off, and I think they really, really did. I like how it was sparingly used, but it was powerful, man.
3: Yeah, very well done. Then caesar knocks his ass out and takes the taser for himself they beat rodney's ass and throw him in a cage uh they don't kill him which is important caesar stops him from doing that until draco comes back with a vengeance and caesar turns the hose on him electrocuting him to death with his own taser not a great way to go out caesar spots the genesis tag on cornelia's empty cell uh they also did a good
4: job of showing caesar not being happy that he had to do that yeah like they, they kind conflicted. of, He's they like, have oh. that little close up on his face of like, damn, I just killed a human being, and I, yeah. you know, we need the audience sympathy to see that he, uh, he has feelings and he has regrets. Now, of course, Andy, me being the
3: master director, had I shot this, I would have that wonderful moment with him, and then the camera would have panned down as Caesar looks down to Tom Felton's dead right hand, and then oh. Caesar just licks his lips. Miss. <laughs> Fingers fingers. Okay. We do? Tim, show everyone your, your fingers. Let me see your digits right Let's now. Let's see
4: them. Let's see
3: them. Is that Go, gonna be yes.
0: you think that's his thing where like anytime he encounters somebody, that's like his move of dominance, he just yeah. bites off a finger. Yeah, Fuck yeah, so dude. Like, Joey a if I card? If,
3: if Joey, if I told you had to work it kind of funny, but then Greg bit one of your fingers off, what would you do?
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> there's so many things. Oh you it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Qu- I need to like Sue. I, I, yeah. There, I mean I you, need the in-between of, of in... that
3: narrative. Like, but yeah. it'd be pretty inspirational, right? Like Joey, you you all need all this to, this guy.
4: You do not need to not entertain afraid. that question.
2: I, <laughs> <want> to, uh, <laughs> I just want to know what happened in between. Okay. Like Joey, you need to work out kind of funny Greg bites off her fingers.
3: Like <laughs> really okay. I mean, Tam, it's it's really it comes down to how bad do you want it? He has symbiote 1112 one Exactly. do i
0: want to work kind of funny or do i want all 10 of my fingers all ten of my
3: fingers. god that's a that's a that's a that's a tough choice uh, mm-hmm. spe- uh i important note here i don't know tim if you have the this is a piece of trivia the the female monkey that was there that they kind of briefly gloss over is named cornelia in mm-hmm. uh in the first planet of the apes one of the main apes i believe was named cornelius so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. if there, there's a reference there or not but
4: really thought we were going to do a really bad joke there so i'm glad it was a fact no no
3: no no, no. <laughs> every, every now and again uh, I, I try to get them.
4: Uh, okay. See, Andy's
3: misdirection, right? Mm. You know what you need for misdirection, Andy? And- <laughs> you go misdirected by you got <laughs> a point in a different direction. You,
2: you go misdirected by a vague
3: fact. <laughs>
2: oh God, it's very true,
3: very true. Tam, there's a there's a there's a blurred line between misdirection and just getting distracted. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Caesar shows uh, goes. Uh, they all escape, and we see. We cut to a wide shot of San Francisco,
4: uh, and now.
3: I cells. did want to point out
4: really quick, though. I do want to point out, I I wish they had done this sequence a little bit differently when all of the apes are kind of filing into the big room and they make it a point to, like, let's saturate these green eyes to right. all hell. Like, I wish that was done a lot more subtly. I, mm. I wish this wasn't an eye check sort of, hey, audience, mm. remember the eyes? Look, yeah. at how huge. Mm. Look at how smart they are now. I wish it was done a lot more subtly, like, just the apes filing in, maybe the green isn't as... Yeah. Accentuated as it was in the movie, but just kind of for something to, for the audience to go.
1: Oh shit. They're they're here now Andy, And
4: now they're thinking
1: are, are you telling me you didn't like the way that they filed up the trees in the in a DNA helix to show that they're evolving? Wow <laughs> the I didn't even notice that. that's cool <laughs> well, funny, <laughs> To
3: that's that cool. point they in the beginning of the movie. They said hey if you look into the eyes of these animals like they have green specks Like there's a little telltale green specks. I'm to look really closely and then when all the apes are walking out of the containment center they look like the fucking. they glowing lantern. green. There's glowing green. Yeah, yeah. but hey, well, that, the, the, the specs
2: head. were on one twelve. This is one thirteen. So. thing. Exactly. Exactly, Tim. Mm-hmm. exactly.
3: You got me. Uh, I want to also shout out the fact that they did this scene uh, where they see the monkeys going towards San Francisco, and in the cages there's what twelve monkeys. They cut to the wide shot. There's one thousand monkeys roaming the hills. Toward that are about to storm San Francisco, and shit goes from like zero to one thousand very, very fast. Uh, let's see. Uh, Will finds the Pierce one thirteen canter and knows they have a super monkey problem. Rodney tells Caesar that uh, Will that Caesar spoke, and Will's like, you know what? Good for him. Uh, we get a reference. <laughs> To a spaceship Mars here the yada yada uh, and then uh, all the monkeys make it rain leaves on all the suburban joggers. Brian Cox and the team watch the video playback of Caesar murdering everyone. Will realizes uh, they're headed to Genesis, uh, which they attack with uh, vengeance. They destroy the lab and free everyone, including Koba, uh, who is still incredibly scary. Jacobs gets a call from Linda telling him that Franklin is dead and one from one thirteen exposure that only apparently kills human beings. And he's like, "That's oddly specific. How do we know that? Uh, not apes." keep that in mind. Uh, Jacob's realizes he's surrounded and bolts uh, and you're like, "Oh, they're going to kill him." But he just easily gets away. He tells how do the you cops. Think,
4: how do you think Koba felt getting cast only because he looks like that?
3: I think Koba's used to it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he, he's very distinctive and his agents like, "We're going to put you in we're going to put some cool roles." But you know what it's like? There's a guy from Braveheart that has a scar on his face. That's just like so cool that it can, that it, it, it puts him in those categories, you know? It's like Braveheart.
1: I, the director quoted Braveheart as one of the inspirations for the movie, so
3: Oh wow! That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Let's see. Okay, Koba. Right. Uh, Jacobs gets a call from Linda. Jacobs realizes he's surrounded. Uh, and then he, g- he immediately goes to the uh, helicopter and goes to the air. And he's like, "We're gonna shoot all those damn dirty apes over at the zoo." Buck breaks out the rest of the apes and fashions a spear for himself. And then all of them go, "Cool, we can do that too." And then <laughs> all of the arms. monkeys in the sudden have <laughs> <They're> spears, <arms.
2: laughs>
3: uh, which we see in a great scene with animal control, where he manages to capture one of the apes with one of those cool net guns, puts him in the back, and then a fucking spear pierces through the the driver's side seat and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, and looks up and all the apes are shaking spears to which the guy's like, I don't get paid enough for this and leave
1: <laughs> that, um, this kind of like that moment of the animal control ban kind of set off a chain of me just being like, this is fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. This is incredible. <laughs> like it's just so sick from here on out.
3: Right. We get uh, a great scene with the two big A. We get that. We get Maurice throwing manhole covers and buck hurtling fucking parking meters that he plucked out of the cement. Like they're like they're small plants. Uh, they hitch a ride on a trolley. And Caesar spots the Golden Gate Bridge, which he knows leads over to Muir Woods and Freedom. SFPD and Jacobs cover the skies in a chopper, which I'll be like, why is he in this? They order order the mounted police to roll in. The apes square off against the cops. And Caesar orders his soldiers to climb. Um, Half the platoon goes up. The other half climbs underneath the bridge. So I was like, damn, these guys are just actually – we're not beating this team.
1: Uh, Dude, him motioning some of you up, some of you down and the fact that they monkey bar under the golden gate bridge Mm -hmm. come on (laughs)
4: yeah it's It's so badass using the fog as cover is
3: so cool uh will tries to rush in to get caesar while caroline runs some interference the mounted police roll in and start beating everyone with really long batons then buck rolls in and throws a
4: cough off his horse and he's about to kill caesar stops him (laughs) hold on like I think I've been playing too many video games recently where when Buck is rushing up to the horse, I expected the horse to just fucking fly up into the air. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like the mere physics of it, I expected Buck to just like fucking like give, give him a little shoulder check and the horse to like kind of fly up in the air with the dude falling off of it. That sequence is really cool.
0: Instead, uh, it see, I had like opposite. old lady
2: hitting person with a handbag. I <laughs> was
0: expecting, or when I saw that, I was like, this is as close as we're ever going to get to horse wrestling. <laughs> the two horses. Kind of me. anticlimactic, not as exciting as I thought right. it was going to be.
3: Uh, under the cover of the fog, Caesar orders girls to push a bus toward the roadblock. Um... Sorry, one of the apes takes a shot in the back and falls off the bridge. Maurice redoubles his effort down below. Under the cover of the fog, Caesar orders the gorillas to push a bus toward the roadblock to cover uh, the rest of the the the, uh, the onslaught. The police open fire, but a moment later, the bullets stop as a lone horse comes out of the fog. And then Caesar pops up on its back.
1: And Holy he, shit! Yeah. <laughs> like, when we saw the horses on the bridge, I was like, man, it'd be cool if a monkey got on a horse. But and the fact, fact that they that, just did it, I was that, I was blown away.
2: That move where he's on the side of the horse uh, it inspired the same move in Metal Gear Solid 5. Huh? It's I, Really? I made that shot. That that's Okay, awesome.
3: okay. Oh, <laughs> I believed you. Yeah. Um, of course. Kojima is... would do something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a reference to by the fact in the first movie that the, uh, the apes rode horses in that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so again, it's, kind of cool. it's the
1: same way I didn't expect him to actually speak. I didn't expect them to actually ride the horse in yeah. this movie. And do especially it. not the way they did it. It was yeah. just so like... Majestic and glorious, and him coming out of the fog on the bridge. Like, oh, so
2: sick. What I, what I want to see is what happens if you give the 113 to
3: the horse. Imagine
0: that. <laughs> oh, it
1: starts doing math just like
3: Greg really wants it to. Uh, the apes counterattack ensues they overwhelm the cops with ease and start hurling bodies into the bay uh the remaining cops rightfully look at this situation and go we got to get the fuck out of here so they run will catches up and calls uh calls for caesar but no time for pleasantries because the sfpd have leveled a 50 caliber at caesar and open fire caesar throws a chain at them and then buck sacrifices his body to take the chopper down. Uh, Caesar pulls a uh, buck out of the wreckage. The old ape has three bullet holes in his chest, and he's not long for this world. His arms shake violently and then stop forever. And this is uh, another scene that hit oof. me. I was like, oof. <laughs>
0: um,
3: Caesar closes his friend's eyes and lays his paw on his chest. And then Jacob, he hears Jacob's call out from the chopper for help because uh, he's basically teeter-tottering on the end of the bridge. But Mercy does not belong in this dojo, Tim. He leaves it to Koba who does not fucking hesitate. koba Kai. He Kicks the chopper off the bridge. And man, the way the chopper, the sound effect of the chopper just kind of landing with a dull thud in the water is even worse than it exploding. It's just like, oh, no.
1: So Um, well done. Love this.
3: Then the ape army heads off to Muir Woods. Uh, Will hops in a patrol car after them. He runs deep into the woods and calls out for Caesar. But Koba gets to him first and almost bites his fingers off. But Caesar (laughs) saves him uh, and then uh, helps his old friend to his feet. Will apologizes to him and asks For him to stop this madness. He says if you come home I'll protect you. And then Caesar looks around at all of his apes. And he brings Will close. And he goes fuck off. (laughs) No I'm kidding. He says Caesar is home. And then the apes all bow in reverence. As Caesar approaches his favorite tree. And Will gives him one final nod. Caesar runs up to the top of the tree. That overlooks the city. And gets his first glimpse at freedom. Mm. And that is Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet but of
2: the Apes. It's, it's also the first time he does like he goes and does that thing without asking for the, the act of subjugation right. or the, yes. whatever it's called for the uh Sunscreen yeah. Rule, big guy. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool.
1: God. Yeah, as opposed uh. to like asking for the permission yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I
4: really,
1: can't really wait. Cool. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, but before then, Andy, I like to hear a little thing I like to call Ragu Bagu. Do 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 Ragu. Do, do, do,
3: do. What's up, everybody? Welcome to rad Guys Talk. Bad guys here. on am kind of funny for the interview of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. We're gonna kick this off with Jacobs. I'll say Jacobs mm-hmm. and science. Science really is the devil here, right? <laughs> okay. How do we feel? Sure. About that? Who, who should be the bad guy in this? Because really, it's it's Will. I mean, Will is the one that's doing good. Bad things for good reasons. And has I mean, them. isn't sure Tom Felton? For isn't it Tom sure. Felton yeah.
2: Or, or like, um, what's his name? Uh, his dad, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah,
1: Malfoy and Stryker. Ma- Malfoy okay. and Stryker. Yeah,
3: monkeys. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Malfoy, and that's that.
1: You got changed to Mallow and Stryker. Cool. <laughs> this is gonna. We're gonna remember that one um, two weeks from now. <laughs> um, and now, Andy, I did this out of order. But haiku in review. Oh, I thought we were skipping it, so I skipped it completely. Seven syllables in the middle.
4: You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Better in the rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
1: You can go to patreon.com slash kinda funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Andrew Feisner did. Cookies in the slot makes for quite a rowdy lot. Better than I thought. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah Ignacio Rojas says, "In future movies, remember who doomed humans. It's all James Franco.
0: Mm-hmm. All miscellaneous.
4: Put, all because he didn't put him down.
1: Damn.
4: Oh uh, <laughs> no, yeah.
1: Uh, miscellaneous writes the plot in haiku. Baby in the lab brought him home when things went bad. Caesar's human dad, growing sad with age. One day he becomes enraged, tricked into a cage, ape." Persecution. Caesar seeks a solution, starts revolution. Humans on the <laughs> so run. Good. Humans on the run. What they've done can't be undone. New world has begun. Through the streets they roam, no longer under the dome. Now, Caesar. Caesar is. Home. Oh. oh. That's incredible. Damn, miscellaneous. What is up? Oh, that was fantastic. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Really, so really good. good all right next week we will return with dawn of the planet of the apes and then the right. following week will be war of the planet of the apes and then the batman oh, Woo! very exciting stuff but until then i love you all tam thank you for joining us where can people you find, find you
2: you find me on twitter at h and also on twitch and pretty much everywhere else on yeah
1: hell yeah till next time love you goodbye these are my fingers i have all of them Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>